Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, this is Nicholas Melson speaking and welcome back to yet another episode of my podcast where you and I will hopefully smile once again. Uh, today is the 2nd of April 2022. Uh, before doing anything, I would like to wish you all a happy belated Mother's Day. Uh, to all the mothers in the world, uh, we sincerely love you and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts uh, for dedicating all of your life just to make our lives better. And uh, thank you so much for being part of our lives, no matter what. Um, as a gift for the belated uh, Mother's Day, I've got a very special episode ready for you today. Uh, but before that, uh, I would like to uh, give you a quick heads up about uh, my YouTube channel. Uh, it's called Smile Once Again Podcast. Uh, if you want to have a bit more open communication with me, you can leave a comment on any of the video and I will uh, reflect on it uh, in the latest episode. Um, if you want a bit more direct communication with me, uh, without your comments to be read out in public, please send me an email, uh, which is smileonceagainpodcast at gmail.com. That's smileonceagainpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, whichever way you want to use to communicate with me, I'll be more than happy to talk to you. Uh, to those who have not listened to this podcast before, we are simply trying to focus on optimistic things uh, or trying to find good things and bad ones. Uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it does not, but in any case, uh, let's see what happens. But overall, this is the corner of positive vibes and uh, just trying to find ways and reasons to smile once again, hence the name of the podcast. Now... As a belated gift to Mother's Day, and as a just a special episode, it's not 25th episode, but 24th, but I don't think that it could have waited any longer, because right next to me sits the one and only, the best friend, Michael. Good, hey. good to see you. It's amazing to see you, brother, yeah, and uh, I cannot really believe my own, uh, how do you say as, as, as you mentioned, eyes or whatever, not that I really, after so many years, it was like last time that we met, it was around 2017. Yeah, 2017, the latest, definitely. 2018, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or but something like this. 2018, unlikely, but I'm pretty sure 2017 was 2017 the latest. But in any case, it has been at least four years since we haven't actually met met yeah exactly like we could have we did definitely catch up like almost on a weekly basis whilst yeah. talking to each other on discord and stuff but physical kind of interaction physical conversation uh doesn't like compare to like virtual conversations and stuff uh you know just natural conversations of course. just having a person right next to you so yeah it, it's really a pleasure seeing you and uh, uh i mean obviously we have talk to each other and like hang out hang out with each other before recording this episode so uh let's just uh, perhaps like go to some basics and just i want to ask how was your journey yeah i mean uh it, it it's it's uh, it's it's cool it's been a lot of a lot of things and uh uh, I have arrived uh, yesterday, as, as we spoke. So it it was my it is my third time uh, that I'm in the UK, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, this time it was more like in a rush way, so that I have uh, had my flight to London Stansted Airport mm -hmm. from from uh, my hometown of Riga, yeah, from our hometown. So 
the flight was well and everything was well, but uh, I was uh, really surprised. Was caught off guard, I can say, with the border patrol, uh, just because it's like a lot of queues and whatever not. And then the hour I arrived was pretty rushy, so uh, a lot of queues that uh, have actually messed up my schedule. Mm-hmm. Missed the bus and missed the train to to Southampton. Mm-hmm. where we are right now but uh, i mean at the end of the day it was all good i just got to experience this you know how to say uh last minute replanning uh yes so yeah yeah so was 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 caught off guard but then uh made way way out with the more like on time on point uh solutions for the problem so it's all good yeah anyhow we and i'm i'm really glad to be here so that's i mean that's the most important thing yeah no yeah. Well, i'm i'm really glad you made it and actually as a matter of fact uh the like the original plan wasn't as diff like as different as uh, the remade plan yeah, yeah. like you were only maybe like you only came in maybe about half an hour later sure. than expected i mean obviously like you had to like rearrange stuff and uh, sadly had to like spend a bit of extra money and all yeah. that stuff which is really very unfortunate but uh, hopefully didn't hit you too hard hasn't yeah, it no it didn't i don't think it, it can be a crisis point so that's, yeah. that's a good thing yeah. yeah well yeah it's just stansted airport is just one of those places which uh, you have to be very careful with uh because like it's not it's not really the best airport but you know at least it still works and uh, uh just like need to be careful with uh, what you're planning and stuff um well i think with this in mind like uh, were there any lessons that you have learned from this experience uh yeah uh, i think you still you have to um when you're planning something uh i was always taught by my mother like to take extra time uh with you so not make the transfers more uh uh, like a very, um, how do you say, narrowly queued uh, between each other. So, like, take at least like half an hour or more uh, for a transfer from one mean to another. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is that uh, I lately I was so so uh, used to infrastructure working so well. Maybe yeah. not in Latvia, but uh, but in other countries, uh, for instance, uh, Warsaw or uh, the Poland, I mean, or other countries that I visited recently. So that. Uh, I was really used to to everything being so rapid. Uh, thus, I have uh, counted on the my better luck and then uh, reserved the transfer point for like uh, ten minutes after my flight arrived. Obviously, I didn't make it. Neither I unfortunately did make the next bus that would be would still still make me on time. But I mean, anyhow, this is uh, this is still uh, good and. Uh, Hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, other than that, I think uh, what I have really learned is that you still have to like be aware and then uh, if you need to rush, just uh, maybe be more confident to to make a couple of moves. So just uh, speak more to people, explain your situation, uh, which I uh, didn't really do. But I mean, if I could spoke in the airport... Uh, that I'm in a hurry, then maybe it would be turned out a little bit different. But anyhow, I mean, uh, the, the the best uh, lesson possible is that uh, I, I I like just realized that no matter what, if you reach your uh, final goal, and if you make it like in one piece, then uh, you shouldn't be disappointed. 
Yeah, yeah, and again, you came in here in one piece, That's no true. injuries or anything like That's that, great, so it's all yeah. good. Although, what I, uh, just return to your point about talking to like people and such, uh, that does make sense. Although I wouldn't think that they will actually care much no, about the true. fact that you know that you are late like you're in a hurry and such yeah. because the thing is with with the airport as well as you know central like train stations and stuff stuff like that most of people are in the same position um so like pretty much lots of people are noisy uh, busy like you know rushed and uh, everything is moving very rapidly That's true. and so, stuff like that um but it's just it's sometimes very difficult to uh, have things so streamlined, especially when there's like millions of people just uh, traveling in the same location, like everything is so chaotic and such. I'm pretty sure the airport does feel uh, this kind of stress on a daily basis and such. Maybe not Stansted, because like Stansted is not considered as like the busiest airport, but uh, maybe Heathrow or like Gatwick even. As a personal exper- experience, actually, was uh, happening recently when I traveled to uh, Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got to Heathrow, it was about uh, maybe like half past uh, one at night or two o'clock-ish. And uh, I thought it would be a smooth transition because, you know, there's not so many people. I uh, could just go through border control and just everything would be fine. But the security were just not there. Like... The border control was closed. And we're thinking, well, what was the point of me to arriving that early? And uh, as a result, we've just all been standing in the queue, waiting until someone would just, you know, come in there and just, you know, get us all, like, you know, processed and such. Yeah. It just makes no sense. I thought this was like a 24-7 airport or something. That's true. It's, it's Heathrow, for God's sake. It's like it's it's uh, the busiest airport in London, I think. It's one of the busiest airports in, in on the whole continent, I would say. So yeah, it's... well, if, if not even the world. Well, maybe not the world. That, that'll oh, probably it, be... It, 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 yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt if it's uh, one of the busiest in the world because it's uh, London is like a major transportation hub, anyhow. Yeah. So pretty much what we can what we can say is just you know if you think uh that you know there is like there's not an, a big gap between the journeys just basically get a bigger gap yeah, that's I guess. True. Uh so at least you know you are certain that everything is fine. Or the other thing that you know my mom has advice as well is probably just don't buy the tickets in advance. Yeah, yeah. Uh like if especially if it's like a coach ticket and such. Um, or a train ticket even, uh, just uh, buy the ticket as soon as you arrive to the station. I think that's the best that's the best thing to do. Although maybe you may be able to buy tickets for a much uh, lesser price, but it comes with the cost if you think about it. Like well, in your case, for example, you may have got a ticket which was much cheaper, but it kind of you sacrificed the time and hence uh, the time didn't go right. So yeah. maybe at this point, thing is that the the money does return to you at some point uh, but the time does not so time always goes forward doesn't That's it true. yeah but fair enough man but and, and as you've said and i'll repeat your point i'm really glad you made it uh, no matter the circumstances and That's such and, uh, and the weather has been quite welcoming so far uh, maybe it was a little bit nippy but uh, it was really sunny uh, although there was one moment when uh, we were hanging out, we were uh, going around the city, and uh, Michael has revealed the secret, we're actually based in Southampton, 
so now you know everyone. So if you do want to pay a visit to Southampton, uh, feel free to do so. Um, and uh, yeah, there was this moment where it was snowy for literally just a few seconds, but I wouldn't really call it snow. Like no, it's compared, not snow. yeah, compared to like the country we came from, uh, our winters are uh, much better, and the snow it, it could go much. It will have much more snow, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, we have uh, traveled around Southampton today, and uh, uh, we just recently came back. Uh, we had quite a lot of things to do, but uh, overall, what do you think about the city? I mean, it's it's quite pretty. It's it's neat, and it's uh, I think does uh, serve the purpose well. So it has a, a good transportation system. Maybe not. Uh, nothing that's uh, spectacular about it. Just uh, the public buses. Hmm. But all of them come on time, they are uh, clean, not overcrowded, so uh, everyone is uh, has, can take place for sitting or just standing around. And uh, yeah, and uh, I, I, I really enjoy the fact that you can walk ar- around the city uh, on, on, on foot and uh, still get to see a lot of uh, things and that are they are not so distant from one from each other. So for instance, uh, we've seen a waterfront. And then uh, the cool uh, living neighborhoods uh, near the waterfront, and then it was only like uh, a 10 15 minute walk uh, walk to the center, so it was amazing actually. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, I I do agree. Like it, the city may look both busy, but it's like also condensed, which which is uh, quite handy. Although it depends on where you live, really, because like my neighborhood is uh, like it's pretty much close to the city center. So to me, uh, pretty much everything is quite close, or at least requires just a little bit of walking, which I don't mind. Um, if you would live on the outskirts of the city, that would probably be a bit different. But uh, again, like even in the outskirts, like as long as you perhaps live n- near the um, like a supermarket or something, uh, the rest would most most likely be quite comfortable for you. Yeah. Uh, so there, I know there are some uh, suburbs which have perhaps the best supermarkets of the city mm-hmm. and they could basically get everything they need from there. Um, and uh, But if they want something else, they can always travel to the city center uh, without any difficulties. The routes are pretty straightforward. Uh, the bus commute is pretty easy. Or if they can drive, that's even better. Like uh, it, it won't take too much of a hassle. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I, I, I liked it a lot. And the, the point that uh, there is a lot of, uh, there are a lot of places where you can uh, just hang out on the waterfront and, and uh, some neat cafes that if you wish you can visit all, uh, at all points. So, and uh, the weather really, we, we were really lucky with the weather today uh, for it being sunny in, in uh, England and especially near the seacoast. It is, uh, a good, uh, a good thing, good weather type. Yeah, yeah the English weather <laughs> is like a gamble. Like at, in one hour, you could see the sunshine, the rain, and the snow <laughs> in the middle of April. It, it is possible. Okay. Like I remember something similar happened in the 2016. Actually, yeah, okay. Uh, I, I saw it personally. It was it was really really interesting to say the least. I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, but I'm glad that the weather was on our side um, this uh, weekend. Uh, last week, though, yeah, as I've, as I've already mentioned to you um, a while back, it was really a very pleasant weather. Like, sunny, very warm, like so warm we could just walk uh, with uh, t-shirts on, um, and it was an absolutely fantastic experience. Okay. 
I think uh, later this month uh, it will actually become better, so we'll see how it goes. Um, and also, just before we continue, my sincerest apologies if I do sound a little bit different. Uh, mainly two reasons. Firstly, because I um, am sitting slightly further from the microphone. And secondly, I unfortunately have caught a bit of cold. So I have a bit of a runny nose. Um, and actually, funny story. Uh, so when me and my special one, we went on a date uh, this past Thursday, uh, we were sitting in a pub. And there was this one random uh, person who was uh, talking to us. Um, and, uh, you know, he was actually a really nice and friendly person. Uh, lots of really funny jokes and all that. Just basically having a really nice, chill, pub kind of environment. And I think because of my runny nose, he thought I was French. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, uh, the thing is, like, now I'm just kind of being a bit conscious about it. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I do sound a little bit of French right now. But uh, I'm not entirely sure if that's, this is still the case. Um, I mean, when my runny nose goes off, like, when, when it basically goes to back to normal, yeah. maybe I'll start sounding more like myself again. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, if anyone thinks I'm French, do let me know. Uh, but I'm not French, uh, just just giving you a heads up. But actually, this uh, situation with in, in the pub uh, actually returns to me, uh, gives me this idea or gives me this uh, food for thought, uh, perhaps something that you wanted to address as well. Okay. Uh, especially like in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of uh, difficulties with actually socializing with people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, of course, we could, you know, virtually talk to each other and stuff, but, like, the, the sensation of actually physically being with someone... The presence of another Yeah, person. the presence and, like, the social vibes and all that stuff, that's it was true. it was pretty, pretty difficult. How are you coping with that? Yeah, so uh, it always was for as 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 you, as you said correctly so like last two years when pretty much uh, uh, everybody being more isolated uh, from each other uh, just spending time at home and uh, like well work was the main source of socializing uh, because of the, all the difficulties uh, and and all the limitations that were uh, took place in the public uh, spaces so uh, yeah, we had to. We had it uh, more uh, content and uh, more like uh, individual lifestyle. Uh, but lately, it's it's been better uh, because uh, early this year, like actually late last year, but early this year, uh, it actually started happening. I signed up for a, a social club. Okay. Uh, in Riga, uh, which is uh, pretty much a place where uh, youth uh, from. I've been, I think, around age 25, 20 to 25. Some, some were younger, but uh, depends uh, on, on, on the person. Yeah. So you, for, for young people, I was still 25 at that point. Uh, I'm 26 now, but it doesn't really make any difference. Uh, the thing is that uh, there are, like, it's a very simple thing, uh, but at the same time, it's good. Uh, they just organize events. Uh, where you can uh, appoint to play some uh, board games and uh, mm. hang out, uh, meet new people, uh, speak about something interesting. For instance, if you have like books you could uh, recommend or uh, they actually also so from time to time they publish uh, the specific book name that they want to discuss. So 
uh, they just uh, offer you if you want to uh, read the book and then sign up uh, you can come like another day and you have a company of people sitting there you, that you can share your thoughts about something uh, same will I think go out with uh, uh, poetry uh, mm-hmm. they had a meeting this Thursday I was uh, unfortunately busy with my job that I couldn't avoid this but uh, yeah uh, it, it went well I believe but the thing is, uh, <clears throat> the, be- the best thing is that uh, via this uh, social club, I met some uh, new people. I would say they're like uh, well acquaintances, uh, and uh, we are, uh, yeah, maybe some 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 uh, we can call it friends at this point because we have met several times and uh, had some good time uh, with each other. So we are now like uh, hanging out, attending other social events like concerts. Uh, we are attending some, uh, like also pool games, like for instance, uh, people went to play pool just on a weekly night. And uh, we are also, yeah, just trying, to, uh, just hanging out, getting to know each other. And uh, from time to time, there are new people coming alongside. So, yeah, so it's like it gives you a bit of like freedom and uh, you can, I think with these social clubs, uh, one thing that I like about these kind of like events or gatherings and stuff is that you are gathering with the people that want the same thing as you do so it's not going to be like you know uncomfortable like or awkward saying like oh you know i want to hang out with you guys and they kind of like pretend to care uh or just you know just being polite and such and then you try hang out with them next time and they just kind of like no Mm. or or just like trying to ghost you and stuff but like with social club it's like yeah you you find people you know okay you want to hang out with them they want to hang out with you too so there's kind of like already there's a connection because like you have the same purpose, That's true. you know, um, as an example, what I was about, like what I was thinking of doing uh, before, you know, meeting my special one is going on speed dating. Oh, that's uh, great. Yeah. yeah and the uh, thing is that I actually ended up not having like not needing to go there because mm-hmm. I have <laughs> met my special one before the event happened but apparently that event has actually been cancelled mm. because not so many people have actually turned up well at least uh, to to what they said okay like so one side said that uh, the social this uh, this social event has cancelled because there are not many women who have come in, oh, okay. uh, and obviously the ratio is, you know, very kind of difficult mm-hmm. uh, to work with. But the official reason is because of you know COVID uh, safety and regulations, oh. which we at first thought that it was not true because at that time um, the regulations were softening and and it was pretty much starting to get a bit easier to like go through and such. Uh, but you know, it's just the reason that they wanted to announce it is up to them. It's basically best for business because if they say, Oh, we've canceled it because not so many people have turned up, you know, that can actually, it's not a, it's not a good marketing yeah, move. Yeah. Yeah. So they just kind of like had to make a, like not an excuse, but like just basically give, provide another reason, which reason, may, yeah. may have actually been true. Who knows? But, yeah. uh, uh, but yeah, but how how did you actually uh, manage to find that social club? Yeah, so uh, I was thinking about uh, such thing uh, in my mind for for a while. I uh, spoke to my mom about this, and uh, we were discussing. She said, "Well, if you cannot find something like this, just uh, organize one. Just be the, be the one uh, to organize this." And I was like, "Okay, yeah, I I, I might I might." Actually, if I don't find something like this, uh, I might try at least to call up some people, but I, I, I don't know why I'm just uh, 
shy in these types of things so I just uh, keep it uh, more low-key until I actually get a very deliberated idea that I need to make something yeah but uh, I didn't need to eventually didn't need to organize something just because uh, one day uh, the Instagram ad popped up to me and uh, it just uh, yeah it just uh, advertised this you know new founded social club uh, where uh, people could sign up and then uh, eventually uh, I, I, I signed up uh, for it like almost instantly maybe just uh, a day after I saw this ad but uh, they only let us know uh, about the happenings only like maybe a month later than we signed up so it was a, mo- a whole month that we haven't heard any information as a new members so Right. Uh, we had to, it. It's just very new founded, so it originated in like uh, January, I think. So yeah, so it's it's a pretty fresh kind of. Yeah, 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 it's a, like extremely fresh. So it's like uh, now I think it runs only like seventy total members, from which uh, most of the people only are uh, hanging out in the chat way, and uh, some of them are like most part is attending this uh, larger meetings where you see when you have board games and. Uh, Socializing events, but these more specialized events like book club and whatever not uh, Much less people come uh, there just because of uh, well at one point uh, COVID regulations at another point uh, Yeah, just maybe not not everybody is really interested. So yeah, well and also nowadays It's like not not so many people are reading books anymore and uh, Which is kind of like really sad thing to think about because you know books they still have like this um, like feeling of sincerity and passion in like in pages and such especially if the book is like is really really good and books they do share knowledge uh, better than mo- other like materials in my opinion um like obviously you can have like an electronic book or like audio book as mm-hmm. well but like there's just feeling of the book itself um like i don't think it's uh, comparable to like other ways of uh, kind of like consuming mm-hmm. uh like stories and such I think that's true. The classic books are more soulful, you can say. It's a, a good word, in my opinion, to describe uh, a, a paper book. So uh, something that uh, not only has a story or uh, text inside it, but is actually like uh, a like a part, a type of soul in it of its own, which is like, yeah. I mean, it's a it's a metaphor, but still. Yeah. Uh, no. Of course. It's a, it's a, it's a uh, completely understandable thing. Uh, the other thing is that. Uh, Electronic books are different from each other, and I kind uh, kind of like the the ones that are um, style style styled like a classic book. So the one that ha- not don't have the brightest screen, but the paper like screen. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So these readers are quite nice. The only thing there is that you still like uh, have to touch the screen and then bend it uh, up and down. But you 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 get the simulation of the paper form. But it's not paper form, so it's just yeah, it's it's you don't you 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 imagine that you're reading the real book, uh, you like feel as if it was, but then uh, you don't get this f- uh, feeling of the paper and the cover, so it's like a little bit t- in, in a tactile way, it's not uh, that much you know uh, how to say soulful anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but it's still good. It's much more convenient because I have uh, not only I I have uh, some. Paper books that I didn't read uh, by this point, but I also have uh, a lot of PDF files uh, sitting around on my own uh, on my old laptop and on my new laptop as well, just because I've saved them up and uh, with the thought that I would read them someday. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I haven't really got uh, time, will, or chance to to read much of them, mm. but I will definitely catch up at some point. So yeah. I actually want to purchase myself an e-reader for this. Okay, but yeah, uh, a, a good point is that uh, a good point is that uh, people are like yeah, people uh, seem to. I, I'm not sure what is the real point, but. Uh, Many people seem to lack interest in in, in this more classic stuff uh, like uh, book reading or, or uh, poetry or whatever. Not uh, it's uh, maybe it's more about the consumption culture uh, has changed a lot. So we are uh, more likely and more keen to watch a series or a movie or some YouTube videos as I do a lot. Uh, Same, yeah. yeah. Uh, rather than uh, read an article or read uh, something like this, so. Yeah. Which which is actually like now a uh, habit of uh, efficiency and consistency that you need to to organize for yourself. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah because like I I think especially the current generation like I don't want to sound like an old man's like oh this generation oh no no it's it's just the idea that like ourselves as well we we were born in the time of, of technology boom and like lots of stuff has been changing constantly and. Uh, Obviously, it was very difficult for us to cope with it because, like, you know, well, what's it, what is happening? Like, we're just about getting used to something and all of a sudden it just changes. And, like, the changes were very, very constant. Maybe, like, uh, different previous generations have experienced the same. Uh, but I think in our case, uh, the progression was so rapid that it has definitely broken uh, the kind of, like, the standards of, the, of such thing as change. Um, and I think because of that, we've just maybe kind of adapted to consuming information much faster pace, but it all comes came with sacrifice. Like we, uh, like we don't have an opportunity to uh, consume information at a slower pace. Like for example, reading a book and stuff, and actually enjoying it. We rather just process this information as quickly as possible, trying to basically keep it in mind, uh, especially you know, depending on how relevant this information is to you or your work and such. Um, and uh, I think this is just something that we need to keep an eye on uh, because I think we just, as, as a society, we kind of forgot to perhaps just like slow down and take a break because these kinds of moments, they they do just help, uh, help your mind, you know, just kind of like settle down, relax. Like I've, I haven't been slowed down for like for quite a while now maybe like for two or three months now life has been going like at a much faster pace this year have you noticed that yeah uh i would as, as we spoke a little bit earlier before the podcast uh, the podcast the time is uh, really rushing lately yeah. not only maybe because of the technology but uh it's the really the amount of information that we have to process and uh Especially work-wise, uh, as, 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 as for uh, people of our work style who uh, have uh, a lot of screen time and uh, a lot of data uh, at work, so a lot of different uh, meanings, numbers, information, and uh, whatever not, then uh, you really like get it all in your head and you try to process it and then uh, it, 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 it speeds up uh, the process of your thinking and you just uh, get disoriented sometimes when you get off a screen and uh, take a uh, the same old the same as we spoke the paper book uh, in hands and try to actually sit still and try to concentrate on the simple stuff 
Yeah. I was actually, I am, uh, as I told in some previous episode, uh, maybe I didn't finish the thought. Uh, I don't remember, but I just uh, re-listened uh, our older episodes uh, sometimes. And I uh, I saw that uh, I was rushing, trying to explain more things. Uh, so I'm also now, as we are speaking, trying to process the inf- and reproduce the information slower to keep my thoughts more content and more, uh, you know, detailed, maybe speak less about uh, different topics, but rather uh, elaborate in details on, on some, some topics. So the thing is that w- what I was trying to say is that uh, I'm trying to keep my habit of uh, having a uh, daily uh, organizer. So right. it's like a uh, bullet planner that I run. Yeah. And uh, this has been well, uh, but uh, the problem is that uh, in my own mind, I, I always need to keep it very, very consistent. The thing with it is that uh, I kind of, I feel that uh, I kind of have a need for that. At the same point, I feel that I am sometimes too lazy and uh, due to this uh, point, I uh, just uh, compromised the need of it. So I, I think, okay, I have my day, day scheduled in my head. I know what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Why would I do anything else? Uh, not anything else, but uh, do a uh, like a not a complementary, but uh, an additional uh, move to set up my day if I have it planned in my head. Right. Which has proved me wrong so many times. Yet I'm still sometimes not too consistent with it, but I'm getting better with every week. Uh, just having uh, and for me it is a very simple style uh, planning of the day. So. Uh, what I do is I try to write out uh, the more most significant uh, tasks that I have during my day. For instance, uh, uh, having a morning workout, uh, having a uh, going to uh, waking up at, at at a specific time, mm-hmm. going to sleep on a specific time, having uh, a uh, practice Duolingo. For uh, yeah, not sponsored by them, but uh, yeah, yeah, just just a personal shout out and the recommendation yeah, mm. for uh, doing Duolingo course and uh, such and such, maybe reading a, a chapter of a book or whatever. Not so I just write it down in the beginning of the day or in the uh, at the end of the previous one, mm-hmm. and uh, then the next day I n- not only I uh, keep all these things in my mind better, so I remember that I wrote it down, so I put it down, and. Uh, this is somehow getting more value in my head then. Yeah. But actually, at the end of the day, I am uh, I am also like uh, going through it as a checklist. Yeah. And uh, trying to, uh, yeah, not like uh, compare uh, of uh, how many things I have planned and how many things I've, I have accomplished. So, and then if I have some uh, more uh, spare time of the day, then I can uh, do some other things as well. So. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That. Uh... I understand what what you're saying here, and it, yeah, it does look like, or sound rather, sound like that there's a, there's a progress with, with your plan here, and I'm happy about it because yeah, you you try, like you you're trying something new here, and and it feels like things are improving, so that's that's really good news. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, you know, have tried the to do lists and bucket lists and all that stuff. They only work uh, for me in case if I'm really passionate about specific uh, projects and stuff. Uh, like maybe I have uh, did I have mentioned a while back 
the list of bands that I'm listening and such. Uh, so I like you know so I don't keep uh, guessing like oh what do I want to listen to, and uh, just to kind of like make things a bit spicier I guess I just uh, roll the dice and uh, decide which band I'm going to listen to next. Mm -hmm. So that way at least I have got uh, something to listen to whilst I'm not going to like typical A to Z uh, list and such. So like there's al always a bit of um, randomization and excitement going in. Um, but returning to like you know your way of like organizing things and uh, planning the tasks for the day and stuff like that. Um, considering that, like, our sensation of time has changed, the fact that we think that it just goes much faster now, how much has it impacted your, uh, like, time management and, uh, uh, like, task making and stuff like that? Like, how, how, how much is it, like, how much different does it feel to you? Yeah, so it did uh, affect my my day because I could uh, actually see the tasks uh, that I take from my mind that I see as, as more valuable. So I actually note down, as I mentioned before, I note down the... Uh, maybe I didn't mention it actually, but I try to note down the most important things. Right. So uh, the things that are uh closely linked to my uh interests or uh to the things i see valuable for instance uh i try to uh get up uh, to set up my waking up schedule mm -hmm. and uh for that i need to <clears throat> uh have myself waking up uh every day uh or at least every working day at uh 6 30 in the morning uh to have enough time to go for a short run or exercise uh and uh have you know my shower routine and and uh, whatnot routine in the morning uh for and then make it in time on time uh for uh, my job and uh, this specifically is uh, my schedule if i stay to work from home uh if i'm uh, looking for uh, looking to go uh work from the office then i need actually uh, to get uh, even uh, earlier so would say it uh, could be half an hour earlier for me to <clears throat> go for a short run or uh, or and or uh have some exercises like push-ups and uh and then the sit-ups something like this uh nothing too complicated uh, and this is the morning routine. Then uh, during the day, I don't uh, r uh, run, don't overclock myself with uh, many specific things, just because uh, day is mostly dedicated to my work. Uh, but then after my work, uh, I don't again. Uh, I used to try to schedule uh, specific times for starting things. Uh, which, like, uh, say, uh, I, I work from office, then I commute home, which takes, like, an hour or something, just because I walk on foot. Uh, then, say, I arrive home, take uh, have my dinner, uh, and at 8 in the evening, I'm ready to do something else, if I'm not uh, very tired. Mm. Uh, but then, again, sometimes, if I don't have a schedule, I feel like I'm too tired to do something, but then with the schedule, I, I can uh, still run some, some things. Okay. Say uh, lately, I'm uh, been more into reading, uh, and uh, specifically, I try to read uh, uh, Bible uh, because uh, yeah, I'm 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 I I consider myself a spiritual person, definitely in the terms of faith in God. Uh, maybe not so much in the religion, 
but uh, which is like it's also not uh, how do you say it's not uh, I wouldn't say uh, that I'm like non-religious person because I usually followed uh, uh, like the main principles of religion now I'm getting more uh, you know more as a conscious uh, participation uh, of religion in my life for instance uh, I would say I am more uh, like now, uh, at this uh, point of time, uh, for instance, uh, uh, I would say out of uh, also like religious deliberation, but uh, um, also just uh, because I wanted to try it, I'm uh, on a uh, Christian Orthodox fast, uh, which started at uh, from 7th of uh, March and will continue until the 25th of April, I believe. So it's like almost two months then? Uh, one and a half, I would say. Oh, yeah. right, okay. Yeah, one and a half months, uh, which for Christian Orthodox, uh, in comparison to Muslims in uh, Ramadan, which has also started from today. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. So mm-hmm. happy Ramadan, uh, maybe. Uh, congratulations with the holy month of Ramadan to all the Muslims. Although, no, actually, a colleague of mine advised it actually started on Friday, though. I thought it was Yesterday? on Friday. Was it? Yeah, I think it was on Friday. Maybe Friday uh, midnight, because uh, the principle of Ramadan uh, says that uh, a uh, believing Muslim should not be, uh, in terms of religion, of course, and uh, I'm not, uh, if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm pardon me, uh, because I only, I haven't uh, read the uh, uh, Quran myself, or I haven't read uh, other uh, writings of. Uh, yeah, if you, if any of you are more experienced in uh, Muslim as a religion, or sorry, in Islam, Islam as yeah. a religion, sorry, uh, or you know, if you have uh, more knowledge of Ramadan, please do let us know, and then we can uh, correct ourselves. That's true. Uh, in in the follow up episodes, but uh, but yeah, sorry, carry on. Yeah, yeah. the key point uh, for for uh, during the month of Ramadan for uh, a Muslim person is that. Uh, you should avoid eating uh, after the sunrise and before the sunset. Right. So, uh, which means that uh, if if they if, if if the people have started fasting yesterday, means that they have uh, had their uh, dinner uh, in the evening, obviously according to a normal schedule. But then their breakfast should have been uh, done by uh, I don't know what time it the sun uh, rises in the UK, but. Uh, in terms of, uh, at least in Latvia, it rises at uh, 6 o'clock, I think. No, e- earlier, maybe at 5 o'clock in the morning. I think it will be the same here, I'll say. It's somewhere around that time. So, around that time, people need to have their uh, breakfast mm-hmm. before the sun rises. Uh, there are also, like, times, more specific uh, times uh, made on the internet, because... Uh, uh, it's also a centralized process, a religious process, then uh, they have the specific time comparison. Okay. With the with the origin of uh, Muslim uh, religion, uh, which is uh, in Saudi Arabia, in a city called uh, Mecca. Mecca, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and yeah, and so uh, this is a whole month that people uh, who are strong believers, uh, who are strongly religious, I would say, mm. and they will be, be uh, holding uh, holding on to the rule of uh, not eating or drinking water uh, during the day and uh, carrying on uh, uh, until the evening then in the evening uh, they will uh, have more opportunities to have uh, lunch and uh, dinner and uh, well some 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 food and uh, some water mm-hmm. 
and uh, the most interesting and the most uh, wholesome the most uh, beautiful thing uh, about the month of ramadan i learned from uh people muslim people that i uh, lived with uh, that i shared my house with uh, not my house but i i rented a room when i was in denmark yeah i rented a room uh, where several people uh, in the house where different people were living and my neighbors uh, uh turned out to be uh, people from pakistan and they were also uh, religious and following the the month of ramadan so uh, the most beautiful things I learned from them is that uh, during Ramadan, especially uh, as a as a as a Muslim person uh, at all, you need to be like more uh, kind, open, looking to help, uh, looking to contribute to the world. But especially in the month of Ramadan, uh, you are uh, you should be and you are looking to be uh, more generous, more uh, forgiving, more uh, how they say. Mm, more open to the world and more kind uh, because it, the purpose of this uh, holy month is to clean the soul and uh, clean your uh, mind from the unworthy uh, bad and uh, whatever not uh, not like how to say uh, harmful thoughts so to make you to cleanse you as a person to to be more uh, you know renewed rejuvenated uh, in your soul and 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 yeah also why why this uh, uh fasting thing because it makes you more concentrated makes you more uh, deliberate and makes you more strong to and willing to follow the specific uh, way of, of growing as a personality by limiting yourself to some things okay we're kind of uh, derailed from uh, yeah. consistency uh into religion which actually uh, you know, is uh, quite an important thing to discuss, especially like in, in this uh, particular uh, time of the year, uh, because we have lots of religious uh, holidays happening. That's true. You know, obviously Easter, uh, both uh, Catholic and Orthodox, um, also the holy month of Ramadan. And I do also share my congratulations on the hopefully successful beginning of uh, this holy month. And I do hope that it will go well for everyone who participates. And obviously you are participating in fasting. But uh, do you, um, could you just talk more about like, you know, your religion's uh, fasting? Well, I mean, mine as well. But uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like what, what, what does Christian Orthodox fasting look like? So the idea uh, of the fasting is still the same. Uh, you have to cleanse your uh, mind, soul and body from uh, the unwanted uh, uh, like processes or unwanted uh, cash so you say like uh wipe your cash partition to like as, 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 a, as a person to actually open yourself uh, more to to better changes uh, in life actually like uh, the thing i learned recently is that uh, there is not one uh fasting period in in uh, orthodox christianity but uh, several around four or five during the year okay and uh, this uh, which is called the great fast because it's uh, i think maybe it's not uh, maybe it's the longest maybe it's the more uh, known more common uh but uh, there are much more strict fasts uh, fasting periods like uh, the one before christmas right uh, for orthodox christians uh, i haven't have not my personally neither heard nor experienced it myself uh but uh yeah i decided to participate in this great fast just because i was looking at it uh for several years and i this year i finally decided that i should go 
the thing with it is that uh, the key point uh, in terms of food uh, you should be avoiding eating something that uh, has lost its life or has uh, experienced pain right. uh, to produce, uh, to, to have, uh, you know, uh, this resource of it, to gi have given up this resource of it uh, for your consumption. So, uh, obviously, first and foremost, it's uh, a, strictly pr a strict prohibition of animal meat. Right. Uh, and uh, and uh, some, you know, these proteins of animal origin. So, for instance, if you are looking to eat some jellies, you should also uh, opt for uh, gelatin-free uh, in, in the perfect conditions if you can uh, can find some. Uh, but then, um, uh, main uh, it's it's much more than that, and it's much more structured than that. Not don't let me uh, make it uh, seem like it's a very just so avoid uh, eating meat and that and you'll be sorted. No, it's much more. Uh, it's more complex than that. Uh, so there is actually some schedule uh, that uh, one uh, could or should follow uh, to be properly fasting. And uh, there are two or three weeks, uh, maybe even more weeks during the fast that uh, you should start only with uh, uh, raw foods uh, and uh, raw, obviously, uh, meatless and uh, dairyless foods. So uh, some nuts, seeds, uh, vegetables. Uh, preferably during the first week, uh, uh, then you should not even uh, be cooking them, but rather eat them uh, as as they come. Uh, which is like it's it still is real in our world, but it's uh, much less possible to not cook anything because we we get all our foods from uh, supermarkets and stores where uh, we are not uh, too sure of its uh, quality and. Uh, the um, how to say the the um, the materials that they were um, not no maybe sprayed if you say in a simple language uh, sprayed with uh, before they came to your uh, home so uh, what we usually do we still cook some food we just avoid adding any dairy meat and uh, also butter uh, which is a dairy product as well mm -hmm. uh, and we also uh, like uh, try to cut down on oil. Uh, we cut down on uh, carbs, uh, maybe not so much, but still you need, you need to have energy. So uh, you still eat carbs, but you keep track of the portion size that you, that you consume food. And uh, yeah, we try to eat more uh, fresh fruits. We try to keep it simple, but then again, find out some, some cooler recipes uh, to cook uh, without, uh, without adding any oil, uh, much oil or uh, butter. Yeah. Mm. Just like that. How much positive impact does uh, this uh, fasting uh, process bring you? Well, at this point, I would definitely say that uh, I feel uh, much less congested uh, comparing to the times I eat meat, especially if I eat meat uh, more, uh, especially if I don't control myself in meat eating. For instance, if I uh, uh, used to snack with uh, on uh, hams, or whatever not like eating more uh, I don't know patties or whatever not during the week uh, that I should then I feel like more congested in terms of my uh, digestion system and maybe uh, blood processes I feel uh, more tired because uh, my body actually takes more energy to to how they say process the food uh, then I feel now during uh, my uh, when I eat mostly vegetables and uh, in the forms of stews and uh, with some rice or buckwheat. Uh, but then again, 
like i would say it brings you consciousness actually of the things you uh, of the things you do consume and how you consume them right because uh because you take another or look or two even to figure out if you can eat it or not then you calculate your own calories um even uh, it doesn't matter if you do it in your head if you know the uh, approximate or specific number of calories or you use a um, calorie tracker like i do a uh, quick shout out to my fitness pal an mm -hmm. awesome free app okay uh we are not sponsored by it either just personal shout out just again a yeah very close personal shout out it has been a great help not only now but uh during uh, last year, I think uh, I've been using it for a while now, and uh, it has brought uh, many, much, uh, much, uh, very significant contribution, uh, positive contribution to my uh, eating uh, habit. Just because I uh, now am more conscious of how many calories and what type of calories I consume. But yeah, uh, during the fast, you actually naturally process uh, the information in your head that okay, you should most probably. Uh, eat less now and uh, have some food later, which will be more simple, which will be easier, uh, lighter, in, uh, not easier to cook, maybe lighter. Uh, and then you also don't consume dairy, which uh, can make your stomach bad or can, uh, yeah, uh, can do, um, yeah, maybe so, some other people, some people, different people have different experience with dairy, but uh, for some people, uh, it causes some issues, maybe. I'm one of the person that is lactose intolerant, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not strongly, but I cannot drink milk, so yeah. Well, the thing is that actually, uh, it recently, well, not recently, but like at some point, I found out that uh, pretty much we all are actually lactose intolerant. Okay. But it just depends on, like you know, who is more lactose intolerant and who can still manage it but like you know still may face some side effects and such yeah. so yeah so it's something wrong something about dairy that just kind of like makes us feel a bit odd to say the least mm -hmm. but returning to the original topic does religion in some case or in some aspect uh help you uh carrying on with the consistency I would say so, yeah. Uh, we started uh, all this uh, great discussion uh, with myself uh, having uh, uh, a so-called point in my schedule which says reading Bible. Yes. So, I, in, in the perfect case, I, I, I don't ask uh, much from myself. I just uh, ask for a chapter a day. Yeah. And the chapter usually takes like one page, maybe one and a half pages. So, uh, I do it right before I go to sleep. Uh, or maybe just uh, sometime before I, I prepare to go to sleep and uh, uh, underline some some interesting things uh, that I found uh, interesting or that I find valuable lessons and uh, yeah just like that I, I uh, kind of uh, always try to keep remind myself that there is this is important for me to educate myself on religion uh, religious purpose religious matter mm -hmm. and uh, that I should actually do it more consistently uh other than that uh i would say uh i actually also uh am a person that uh, prays uh not only in church but uh on my personal um on my, in in person so i i either do it uh very quietly in my mind or like just uh on my own yeah but uh, when i'm just at home i'm i'm 
uh, I can also sit down calmly, so it's like a form of meditation uh, that uh, helps me speak through my mind and uh, uh, acknowledge the things that uh, are doing better uh, or doing worse in my life. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just uh, re recycling uh, the information and uh, this, is, uh, this also helps uh, process it better. Well, as a man of faith, yeah. uh, will will there be anything that you would like to pray for our listeners for? Um, it it should be still personal for every person to pray uh, or to actually um, what uh, to pick to select the specific topics what they are uh, willing to pray for. But uh, I would uh, definitely uh, pray for everyone's, uh, for, for every family's health and prosperity and uh, for peace, definitely, which is a matter uh, in our current uh, world situation. Yeah, won't get into too much details, no, but we, I we, think we, everyone we, knows. Yeah, yeah, I think everybody realizes the thing. So peace, definitely, and uh, prosperity and, and uh, keeping uh, your soul and your mind uh, more, uh, how to say, more clean, more uh, upro, uh, more not. I wouldn't say the word uprose, but I think it's mostly it should be like a lifted ascendance. You mean? Yes. Uh, not not the ascendance itself, but uh, keeping your soul up. So like keep your soul lifted in terms of uh, being uh, open, being positive on things, and yeah. uh, keep being calm, being. Uh, being prosperous, being uh, yeah, willing to uh, being able to take in new information, and uh, as you say in the uh, opening of your podcast, uh, focus on the positive things and uh, even find some light in in a usual life or more negative experiences. Yeah, yeah, because there's always an an ups uh, upside things uh, coming after the you know, the bottoms, the downside, yeah. there's always light after dark, there's always a day after night, and uh, uh, whatever we experience, uh, we'll, we'll always uh, witness uh, the opportunities of uh, pure good, or at least we need to seek uh, seek these moments and try finding them, uh, because it's never a good idea to always be in one side of things, um, like, we can't just live in negativity all the time, and we can't live in positivity all the time. So there's always pure balance. That's true. But uh, the thing nowadays is that there are lots of negative moments happening. So there are much less uh, positive moments happening. So what we're doing here is we're just trying to, perhaps uh, through enlightenment and through these kinds of discussions, just basically identify something that could help us, well, basically smile. And smile That's once true. again, basically. But yeah, um... Well, I think uh, on a side note, uh, as we are approaching the good old hour of this conversation, uh, we will uh, be catching up in person. Uh, definitely going to be continuing some conversations we had outside the episode. And we're actually going to uh, uh, do some cooking together, which is actually going to be nice. Um, uh, we're going to uh, basically cook the same dish that I used to do before. Uh, but with a twist that Michael has prepared. So it's going to be a, um, a lentil soup, a lentil pasta rather, uh, or pasta lentiki, if uh, you remember this uh, recipe. Uh, but I think Michael has got a different approach to it, and I'm actually excited to see it. Um, so, yeah, definitely cooking is something that we are both passionate about. 
So hopefully uh, things will go well. But on that note, I think it will be a good opportunity for us to conclude our conversation for the podcast. And Michael, I think pretty much uh, I can say this on behalf of not just myself, but of everybody. Thank you for being here. That's true. And it truly is an incredible experience just to have you sitting right next to me. And we could just discuss these things and just letting you speak as well. uh, Just sharing wisdom with everyone once again, I think. That it is really, really valuable. So, before we go, is there anything else that you would like to perhaps say to the people? Yeah, I would say definitely that this feeling is amazing and nothing uh, beats uh, sitting in the same room and uh, uh, like having actually a uh, physical interaction, as as in like uh, understanding the the uh, you know the how the person close to you perceives perceives sorry the things. That you say so it makes uh, the process much easier than we used to record uh, during uh, not during but uh, through uh, like uh, meeting uh, in in Google Meet or whatever not like previous to, episodes yeah, yeah, you mean the yeah previous ones yeah so when the discussion went on to be virtual hmm. so definitely in person it's much more natural and much more uh, how to say personal obviously yeah. 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 But uh, I would definitely uh, thank you for hosting me, not only for the third time on the podcast, but for the first time uh, at your own house. Yeah, It's a great pleasure to be here. Great pleasure to see the city uh, of Southampton. Uh, great pleasure to, yeah, having having had this trip. Uh, definitely refreshed me a lot from, from uh, the everyday routine that I uh, got into with my work and, and other things. Yeah, but uh, everybody else, uh, I think you guys are, uh, I hope you guys are doing uh, as positive as uh, Nick does and uh, as we uh, all do, at least during these shows. So I would advise you, uh, if you don't run your own podcast or you don't run your own uh, mean of of expressing yourself, just uh, uh, speak more to people. Uh, to the, to your close ones, spend time with your close ones in person specifically, not only phone calls, but uh, if you have a, a possibility, just uh, yeah, meet up your uh, relatives, family, uh, friends, everybody, and just have some time with them. Even you don't have to overcomplicate it with speaking on some complex topics. Just keep it very simple. Mm-hmm. Discuss regular things, share emotions, share uh, feelings, thoughts. And you'll be all set. This definitely brings you up and then uh, inspires you to do more things. So uh, keep it up. Keep your minds clear. Keep your hearts open to better feelings. Keep your souls in peace. And uh, yeah, prayers up that uh, every new day will be better than the previous one. I don't really know what else to add other than thank you everyone for listening once again and uh, this has been nicholas malson as well as my amazing friend michael and uh, we both wish you a fantastic rest of the week as well as the good beginning of the next one and i hope to speak to you again in the next potentially special uh, episode of smile once again podcast take care and goodbye goodbye